And now, let's inform us. Welcome to the Informers, everybody. It's uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we are uh, finished with the Clash for the Canines. It was a great success, which we'll get to. Great in a success, bit. yes. It um, was an awesome time. That's where a lot of our energy has been lately. So we will get all into that during Synergy News in just a bit. And if you tune in, tuned in during the Clash for the Canines and donated, a huge thank you goes out to all of you who uh, came out, donated, joined in on the fun, uh, participated in the chat room, made requests. Um, just being a part of the whole event really uh, helped us out, helped us power like, through the 24 exactly. hours. I mean, that's the thing. We need that interaction. And without that, we just – it goes downhill quick, folks. So everyone that comes to help us out to either play or, like you said, talk on the chat room, every little thing just keeps us going, and it's awesome. Especially when you end the uh, Clash for the Canines by getting a, a bucket of ice water dumped on your Yeah, that'll wake you up. Yeah, so that was great. <laughs> Um, uh, since we last spoke, I believe the ice bucket challenge, I think every single person in the entire universe has done the ice bucket challenge. For the challenge. most part. Although um, I still see videos pop up here and there. It's, yeah. it's slowly, uh, slowly fading. And out. I think the only reason why it is dying out is because everybody's done it yeah. at this point, you know? Um, but yeah, the ice bucket challenge was, was, uh, how I ended the clash for the canines <laughs> this year. It was really cold. Um, but it wasn't so bad. You yeah, you, you you talked it off. You were just like, yeah, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's it's uh, it's got a lot of hype to it. You expected worse. That ice that old ice bucket challenge. Uh, so Vic, what have you been up to since since we last spoke? Anything well, exciting and new? Uh, exciting or new? Not necessarily. Although I've had a several day battle with Comcast. Well, not so much Comcast themselves. Mm. They've been pretty cool. But Comcast service, like I, for whatever reason, my internet has been down just for just because. I can connect to the router, and the router just decides, no, I don't want to connect to the internet. It's not going to happen. Wrong, 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 wrong. And so I unplug, replug everything, trying to do what I have to do. Called up the 1-800 number, and I get connected to someone, and I'm talking to them, and they're saying, like, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> and I have. You get nothing! And then I get terrible reception in my apartment, so I lose the call. I call back. <laughs> and I can't connect with who I was talking to, so I have to take all my information again and ask me if I've turned it off and on again, which I get it. Oh, we're going to send a <laughs> signal to the box. That sig- has that signal ever worked that they send to the box? Every, I'll see it does something. All this, I think it just like flashes the lights. I don't think it actually does anything. I think it just makes it look pretty. Because all my lights go off, and then it turns into an, like a Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert because they all just start flashing at different times, and I don't know what any of it means. Um, that little bulb that says Internet, I want that one to stay on, not – Give me like a seizure. Yeah. Um, well, eventually that disconnected. I had to call back again. Got a hold of someone who was like a different person. And I'm like, all right, cool. He tried helping me out. He's like, all right, I understand you have some problems here. Let me help you. I got disconnected again. And he actually called me back because it was like, wow, this is customer service. <laughs> and so he set up a technician to come out. All was good. Replaced the modem. Everything seemed to work for a week. And then it went down again, had the call, do the whole process over, had someone else come out, put a new modem in, and this new tech just couldn't find out what was wrong. Like, he was doing everything. He actually spent two and a half hours at my apartment trying to figure this out. And most of the time is plugging in, waiting for it to load or download firmware or whatever. Of course. So we spent most of the time watching Footloose together, just kind of hanging out. Like, <laughs> I had the TV on, like, and I felt bad because he's just sitting there. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll turn on something. And 
Footloose was on. I'm like, all right. Well, With uh, the hero, Kevin Bacon. Exactly. And how could anyone hate Footloose? So Did he hate Footloose? <laughs> he, he mentioned how corny it was. Oh, no. Like, oh, it's Footloose. I'm sorry, buddy. Can't do that. We would have exactly. introduced Twix, but... I didn't know what else to watch. And, and Footloose is a story about, you know, a guy a, saving exactly. a town with a bunch of people with sticks up their butts. Exactly. See? I don't know why they have the sticks up their butts. <laughs> but it's all John Lithgow's fault. I believe so. Uh, if only we had that sound bite. But <laughs> <laughs> what, John Lithgow's... Uh, you know what we're talking about, folks. Uh, <laughs> this is the deleted scene from uh, Footloose. <laughs> like, when they're determining where they're going to have the dance, and all of a sudden... John Lithgow turns to his daughter. I got it. Hold on. <laughs> or she's like, I want to date Kevin Bacon. Shut up, cunt. Oh, and wait. the preacher says that to the town. Okay, now what does he say? Uh, he says this to the town people. Shut up, cunt. <laughs> as Ren goes up to up, claim cunt. his case as far as how he's going to have the dance. Cunt. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love it. Where there's there's actually a whole uh, remix. remix of John. I'm not surprised. Saying cunt. <laughs> I'm not. I gotta hear this. Shut up, cunt. <laughs> How are we gonna have this go on for? I like the picture of him on it, though. It's like my third rock from the sun. It's him just dressed all Shut weird. Up, cunt. <laughs> I just oh, to man. Twice. All right. That's that's the most um, I've ever seen of Dexter, by the way, is John Lithgow <laughs> calling someone a cunt. It, it does have some great moments, but that is one of the highlights. Of course. So he comes over. He couldn't fix it. He leaves. He says, call my supervisor. We'll set it up. And you said, shut up, cunt. He gives me the supervisor's number. I call him the next day. He wasn't in. I'm like, okay. So I left a message. So I'm without internet. And I'm realizing how much we depend on internet for stuff. Like, it, it was weird to not just go on my phone and just waste time flipping through Facebook because it's just alright nothing I'm just sitting around actually enjoying a movie for what it is I watched Big instead <laughs> another classic from the 80s with Tom Hanks the yeah. hero mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you watched some weird movies lately didn't you? what did you watch the other night that you posted about on Facebook I post about everything I watch on Facebook because I'm bored and lonely so I don't know it's, I can't even remember what most of it was mm. I'll have to look it up now <laughs> um. Oh. Um. Oh. Uh, Cusack. Uh, Better oh, off dead. Better off dead. Yes. I've never seen the whole thing before. Yes. I'd always heard some of the jokes, but I'd never seen the whole movie. So I was happy to finally watch that. It's a great movie. And one crazy summer was always streaming on Netflix, and they pulled it. Yeah, of but course. You said I could borrow it from you, but I did just yeah. get it in the mail today, so uh, well, that's I will have to watch that. I got mine from uh, like Shoprite or a grocery nice. store because I couldn't find it anywhere. And for a while, like when DVDs were coming out, that mm-hmm. would be the one spot to find the most obscure, yeah. weirdest things. Was like, you know, like you'd find like the Three Amigos when you're checking out at Shoprite and be like, "I'll take this for five dollars." I remember Pathmark is the only place I've ever seen National Lampoon's Last Resort. <laughs> and did you buy it? No. Oh, I know. I, I probably should. <laughs> I think did we talk about that at the last show? Uh, I think we did. It always comes back to Corey. Uh, actually, one crazy summer. The DVD's out of print now. You look it up on Amazon; it goes for like forty bucks. Really? Yeah, awesome. It's one of those shitty ones with the Warner Brothers cover with the cardboard. Oh, and the snap thing. I think I, I still that. have my Matrix one. That's like yeah, that. I have that, and I have my Ace Ventura sets like that too. Nice. Those are the worst DVD cases in the entire history of mankind. But in conclusion, four days later, my internet's now hopefully fixed. Even though the guy set up everything, put a new modem in, all's good. 
He leaves. Three minutes after he leaves, I it goes down and I get nothing. But I think it was just updating. You stuff. lose. <laughs> I think, I'm thinking it's just updating stuff, and I'm hoping it works. Um, so we'll see how that works. But yeah, it was weird, especially because today, as of this taping, uh, June Rivers has passed away. Right. And yeah. I didn't know about this all day until about an hour ago when I was able to get online and I'm like, oh, that's news. I thought she was already dead. <laughs> I didn't realize how old she was. Like, yeah. I, I know she paid for her looks, obviously, but and I didn't realize she was 81. Well, like, you know. And I think I saw one comedian write "Gone Too Soon," and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, "All right." Tell me what? <laughs> she looked like, um, like what should we call it? Like the chick from Planet of the Apes. Like when girls get a lot of plastic surgery on their face, they kind of look like like Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah, pretty like, much. Not not the new Planet of the Apes, obviously, but the original. Well, even, I'd go as far as even say like Tim Burton, Helena Bottom Carter. Yes, Planet yeah, of the Apes. That, that's really yeah. close. I would go with that get. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you know how the Twilight Zone they always had that weird monkey like pig face, mouth, the like, pig face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that was always a thing uh-huh. in Twilight Zone. Probably about that. Just with, I oh, you know the lips are just as big. Never mind. Yeah, it's just so stupid. Why would you think that's a good look? Like who was it? It was I think it was Kim Novak who came out on the Oscars and she came out and oh she was a mess. She looks terrible. That's right. She has like this weird fold across her mouth. She looked like Terrence and Philip. I mean, I will say Joan Rivers. She. Didn't look entirely plastic. Like well, what's funny about it her right, was, I guess she made fun of herself for doing it. Yeah, but she just kept doing it anyway. You know, but I mean, she apparently did it. Still had a great stand-up set and everything. But it worked for her though. Like that was part of her look, and it didn't look creepy or crazy with her. No, it was just some her. others when they get it, like you know, poor Mickey Rourke. Like, you yeah. see some of these guys. And Meg like, Ryan. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. She's the Joker. Meg Ryan looks like awful now. I don't know why she did that. She looked great before. She looks like in the Nicholson Batman movie where they have like the supermodels that have the Joker laughing gas. <laughs> yeah. That's what Meg Ryan looks like to me now, except with more wrinkles. I agree. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Uh, by the way, fun fact about me, which I might have written on Twitter once or twice. I uh, I probably watch You've Got Mail every time it comes on TV, and I see it. Fun fact about me: I've never seen that. <laughs> oh man. I, I told I've told you this before. I think I mentioned it on this on the site. You gotta have a public screen. <laughs> I went through. I went through a couple years of my life where I was very anti Tom Hanks. I know and it was because I was young and naive. But it was right after Castaway came out, and mm. I just didn't get it why everyone loved this dude for that movie. And I didn't know much of his other films. I just knew that. And then Forrest Gump, which I didn't see at the time, but all the previews made me hate the character. <laughs> And I'm just like, why Why is this man a national treasure? I don't understand. So man I purposely went out of my way to not see Tom Hanks movies, which is why last night was the first time I've ever seen Big. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> I'd never seen Big before really? until last night, yeah. I knew, about, I knew about the piano scene. I knew about Zoltar, but I'd never seen the movie. And I right. never knew how it ended either. So it's like it was kind of neat to finally watch that. It's a good movie. It is a great movie. It is. It's a classic. It is. I got to watch, watch more Tom Hanks. Like I got one crazy summer in from Netflix through the DVD queue now. But next on my list, I really want to see The Burbs. You should see The Burbs. Another underrated Tom Hanks 80s comedy is Dragnet with Dan Aykroyd. Okay. That you should definitely check out. Although I – Splash was always on. Splash is always well, on. When I was a yeah. kid. And I did like that. Mm-hmm. Probably because Mermaid. Splash is good, but like wacky big Tom Hanks mm-hmm. is definitely Dragnet. He's pretty much the same character when he's all wacky. And, and Bachelor Party? Bachelor Party's great too. Yep. <laughs> Bachelor Party's really funny um, because Tom Hanks doing terrible things with the guy from Greece too. This is his best friend. <laughs> Wait, is that Rex Manning? No, no, no. Oh. He's not in that. Oh. It's, uh, 
Isn't no, that the, the guy from Grease 2? The T-Birds guy from Grease 2. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the fake John Travolta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's Tom Hanks' best friend in Bachelor Party. <laughs> oh, man, I gotta check this out. Yeah, you haven't lived. I've seen, <laughs> so you've seen Party. Bachelor Party. Everything else before this, it doesn't matter. There's a donkey show in that movie. What? Yes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's a great movie. And Tom Hanks is going on. Oh, and uh, who is his, uh, his fiance is Tawny Katayan, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And her prime, by the way. So she looks great. Like, straight off White Snake's car, just got right into the video. Yep. And that's right right where she belonged in that movie, because that (laughs) movie is like, uh, the original Hangover. Okay, I'll have to check that out. It's funny, though, like, to know that Tom Hanks did movies like that. Yeah. And then now he is like national treasure. He could probably kill a man and everyone would be like, it's okay. It's, it's kind of like Bradley Cooper. He probably deserves it. Like Tom Hanks, he'd probably get away with anything oh, because yeah. he's Tom Hanks right now. It's kind of like how Bill Murray does a bunch of weird shit. And every, yeah, every and everyone's like, okay, it's Bill Murray. He's allowed. Bill Murray does all kinds of shit. You expect him to. Like, you don't ever expect to see him in a movie anymore. You expect to see him like at some dude's bar mitzvah. Yeah, or in someone's wedding photos. I really hope I have that chance someday. Like. My goal is to try and find where Bill Murray might be in the country or in the world. I think he hangs out stage, in Charleston. And stage engagement he, photos there. I think he lives in Charleston, and he, he actually owns a minor league baseball team in Charleston. And a lot of people have said that he goes there and, like, hands out tickets and does a lot of wacky shit in the stadium. And I was re- I read an article recently. Uh, he's got that new movie coming out. I forget the name of it right now. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, it's like, he's like some cross It's kind of like dude. Gran torino Yeah. Yeah. But I read it was something. I would, I would the, see it though. It was something with the guy who made that who said like Bill Murray is next to impossible to find. Like yeah. he tried. The only way he had, doesn't have an agent at all. Mm-hmm. The only number to reach him was like through his lawyer, who never went got back to anyone and eventually did. And the lawyer told this guy to send something to a PO box, some random unmarked PO box in New York somewhere. And then Bill Murray called him, told him to send something to another PO box in another state. And it's just like the man. It's, it's impossible to try and find him. Like, <laughs> man's a professional. He is. Yes. I wonder if he's going to come back for Ghostbusters. I hope he doesn't. I mean, I'm kind of hoping Ghostbusters isn't a thing. I agree. But At this point, now that Egon's gone, I don't even want it. I feel like it's still going to be. It's going to be, and it's going to be terrible. It's going to be like Blues Brothers 2000. <sighs> Why'd you end on that? <laughs> I guess that kind of redeems Blues Brothers. <laughs> you have to mention Blues Brothers 2000, and then John Lithgow had to pop back up and let us his feelings be known. My thoughts on the new Ghostbusters. Stupid fucking cunt! <laughs> I the camera zooms in on that clip also. That's the best. I, the only thing I know about John Lithgow and Dexter is these YouTube clips that I love so much. <laughs> I've never seen There is more to John Lithgow on Dexter than this word. I'm telling you. Why He's one of the best a... parts of the entire series. He should have had a spinoff. Of him just saying this word to everyone? <laughs> they could have called it cunt. It's on Showtime. I would uh, watch it. Coming up after Hung. Cunt. John Lithgow. Hung cunt. <laughs> as a lovable kindergarten teacher in... 
fucking cunt! <laughs> anyway. Synergy news. Synergy news. So, first of all, I want to get this out of the way. Uh, RetroCon is coming up September 27th and Oh, 28th. wow. I didn't realize coming so soon. Yes. That's awesome. So I will be there on the 27th and 28th of September in Oaks, Pennsylvania at the Oaks Convention Center uh, along with Sergeant Slaughter. Very nice. Uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. A bunch of other celebrity guests. You've done a lot of shows artists. with the nerd. Like I love the nerd. Oh, he's a great guy, but we keep running into him. Nerd's my boy. I saw his movie. I talked yeah, about it last week. last week. Uh, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, it's coming. It's out on digital now. Actually, okay, cool. I might have to rent that. Then. But uh, I'll probably buy the actual physical copy. Is it going to have a physical DVD? Yes, thing? it's going to have a Blu-ray and DVD in December. Is I it think? one of those things that's like it actually has distribution, or is it just through his site? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but I, I don't really. I'm not really into the digital download. I don't want my cloud to get hacked. <laughs> see my nudes. Yeah. We'll get to that too. Um, <laughs> so RetroCon's coming up. Well, nice. I'm working on some new stuff for that. I'm also working on the book still, obviously, in between everything. Uh, Sounds good. But I actually am working on a new Transformers print because RetroCon's all about the Transformers. Everybody loves the Transformers at RetroCon. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a jam piece kind of like my wrestling one, except it's going to be widescreen style. Okay. And on one side, it's going to be Autobots jam piece. On the right side, it's going to be Decepticons. In the middle, I kind of want to have Unicron kind of looming over both sides. Okay. So I'm kind of I'm going to try and finish that by sounds, RetroCon. Sounds pretty extreme. I'm going to get Barbara to color it in. So okay. should we good? Oh, wow. Um, Time's a ticking, sir. <laughs> time is a ticking, yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to get at least that done. But uh, RetroCon and GeekFest are pretty close together. GeekFest is mid-October. Right. I'll give you the exact date when, once it gets closer. But uh, I think those might be my last two shows until possibly Wizard World. I don't think I have anything going on from – I could. Yeah, I mean there is the lull in convention season. Right, but I, I mean I probably could book more, but I don't really want to because I really want to get my book out. Right. That's my, my goal. my wizard. That would be nice. Yeah. So my goal now by free comic book day is oh, to have my okay. book out uh, and finished and in your hands by free comic book day. Right. We, I mean obviously usually hit up uh, Voorhees, New Jersey for free comic book day and you – We'll see. Have your own <laughs> set of fans that come right down looking yeah. for you now. So yeah, I would love to. I mean, yeah, I have the people, Sonic kids. Yeah, the Sonic kids. Uh, I have a kid who really is waiting for a second issue, and I, I just uh, shit happens. Things come up, you know. Uh, slice your hand open. Slice my hand open. Start a new career. Do new day job. Uh, so uh, it's been a pretty big year, you know. So now things have finally settled down. I should be able to get some time together. Work on the book, get everything all together, and at least have something for you by then. Uh, Sounds good. So that's what's going on there. And also, I wanted to recap some Clash for the Canines stuff. Uh, we did meet our goal for the Clash for the Canines. Again, thank you to everybody who donated and helped us reach our goal. We got to around $1,600 or that's so. Awesome. Yes. It's a little bit over, I think, but I don't know exactly how much over. Right. But it was at least sixteen hundred dollars. I mean, and the, the the thing's still active on the site, isn't yeah, it? People want to donate, donate online up until or... September twenty fifth. Yeah, I think or twenty sixth. My birthday, twenty sixth. I think go. it is. Uh, so we have uh, that still active on synergycomic.com If you want to donate, we also posted the full list of prize winners. So if you're a prize winner, reach out to me, give me your address, and I'll ship your prize out. If you're far away, if you're close, just come by and get it, or I can bring it if I do see you around. Uh, we had some great prizes, some great donators. 
uh, one of our biggest donators, David uh, Dumblau, actually came to the event. Yeah, he joined us for a long time. Yeah. Like, so a big thank you to him as well. Sticking it through and Not only did he donate, awake. but he also participated and helped us get through the Twilight Zone <laughs> and just uh, – you know, the overnight... I'm going to say, I'm like, actually a little disappointed in the Twilight Zone this year. Yeah, no Catherine. There was no Catherine. And, yeah. that's, and I, I think that's... I, I was so, like, exhausted by the end of the Twilight uh-huh. Zone, too. Like, last year, we got so involved in that stupid game. I know. And this year, I, I wasn't... I was dead by the time it came around. I was, too. And I think that was a mistake not playing it. But the thing was... I wasn't sure how playing a, a one-player game that, at that time would have went, so mm-hmm. I was trying to th- focus more on like multiplayer right. games, and I don't know if that really worked out as well. Yeah, but I mean, because we were at least with the one player with Catherine, we did it last year. It was still interactive. Like you mm-hmm. and I were, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we would try and determine what choices we should make with these things. We were kind of staying in the middle there. We were doing some dirty things, and we were doing <laughs> some clean things. You know, I chose the clean things. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah so, another one that went well, and I'm excited uh, to do it again next year already. Like, it, it was a good time, and I know West Jersey Volunteers for Animals always appreciates any and everything that people can do to help them out. And this, I know they, they love it when we are able to come through and help them out this way. So, mm-hmm. and everyone, like we said before, thank you to everyone that donated, and we will keep you updated next time we do this. So, it'll probably be about this time next year, next August. Yeah, we should shoot for August. And, yeah, hopefully get bigger and better next time, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we had some really good prizes this year. This might have been our best prize year. We it seems a, like the prizes We had an array better. of cheeses. Yeah. Like, I, that one just completely took me off guard. Cabot Cheese. We had Cabot Cheese hooked us up. Yeah. And then Yards Brewing Company hooked mm-hmm. us up. Like, this was – we got some good stuff going on this year. Yeah. Uh, 76ers. I mean, a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. 76ers, Flyers, Phillies tickets. So we got all kinds of stuff. Um, so I'm glad everybody participated and helped us out. Uh, West Jersey Volunteers for Animals actually the other day posted that they had a dog that needed some surgeries. And uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to try and give them our cash that we have so far this weekend. Because um, they, they usually do events on Saturdays at, okay. at PetSmart, which is in our neighborhood in Marlton. It's oh, a little close. Okay. And uh, so what we usually do is what we did last year was we went to the event and gave them the donation in person, and they thanked us, and it's really nice. So I want to try and give them at least what we have now so that they can have these dogs taken care of right away, you know. And then if people donate later uh, throughout the rest of the month, then I'll just write them another check later and go to another event and give that to them. So, Perfect. yeah. So if you want to donate, you can still go to SynergyComic.com for an up, uh, you know, for the widget. You can just click on there. uh Put in the amount you want to donate. Uh, you won't be qualified for any prizes, but you will have the satisfaction of knowing that it's going to a good cause. So there is that. Of course, and that's really what it comes down to. Oh, sure. Definitely. So, yeah, and uh, RetroCon, September 27th and 28th. If you want to come out, come out. It's a great time. It's probably my favorite show that I do. It's I can say incredible it with show. confidence. Uh, you will have fun. You will find anything you've ever wanted from the 80s and 90s, even uh, Deliverance. On VHS, if you're interested in that. Go back a couple episodes if you want to find out that story, folks. <laughs> oh, is this Deliverance? <laughs> and actually, no, you're right. You can find anything there because that is the only show I've been able to find Moonwalker for Sega Genesis. The only show that I've seen that has it so far. How much was it? 
It was like 25, 30 bucks, I think. Was I don't it in remember. the box and all? Um, I can't recall. There was a reason I didn't want it. I think because like, someone put their initials on the cartridge or something. Oh, man. Ridiculous. You should have just bought it anyway. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe this year. <laughs> I bought mine, and we played it. I know. At the Clash. I almost played through the zombie level, and I got, I got killed. Yeah. I got to play through that game. I want to see the ending. I want to fight Joe, Joe Pesci. You want to fight Joe Pesci? Yeah. In real life, too? Well, probably not. <laughs> but he's probably easier in Moonwalker than he is in the Home Alone games. Yeah, he's a dick those in those games. games. Are yeah. terrible. I mm-hmm. suck at them. Yeah. I'm just not good as playing as Macaulay Culkin. What you got to do is you got to prank call some hookers. Oh. And that that's how you, you beat those <laughs> games. <laughs> I'm not going to play that call. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's an embarrassing phone call. Is it though? No, it's it's pretty funny. It's actually. one of the best, I would say. But now nah, <laughs> save that for the holidays. That's a holiday prank call. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, speaking of holidays, Halloween stores are starting to open up already. Like mm-hmm. I've seen some the end of August open up, and I'm so I'm such a hypocrite because if I saw Christmas stuff two months early, I'd probably be pissed. If I see Halloween stuff two months early, I am pumped. Like I am so excited for Halloween already, even though I have no idea what I'm doing costume wise. I know what I'm doing costume wise. In fact, uh, is, this, is, is this idea seriously happening? Like, I am. I am doing it because no I'm wondering what. if I and need if, to get a costume just for like you people, a party with you guys. Or... I am doing it. So if anybody else wants to participate, that's fine. <laughs> but I have my idea, and that's what I'm going with. Um, I, in fact, I am bidding on a million dollar championship belt right now. No. Yes. Like a real one or a plastic one? That's no, a kid's one. But oh, damn it. it's got like – it looks real on the front. Okay. You know, it's got like the hard plastic. <laughs> the fake ones go for like 40 to $50. Are you Apparently kidding me? Apparently they're really hard to find. Yeah. So I'm bidding on one now that's at like 5 bucks, but it's got five days left, so I'm going to lose. That's uh, crazy. I didn't know they were that hard to get. Yeah, I can't find one anywhere. And this is the only one that I've seen. I know there was – actually, I have one in a set. I, had a, I don't know where it's at. That came with like a million dollar man figure. You have that? It's not open though. Um, so that's fine. I don't have that. <laughs> that goes for a lot of money too. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That one's this one's up to thirty bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's the original uh, fake one. I could buy the eight hundred dollar one. <laughs> I've been I've thought about it. If well, I ever get a decent but that job, one goes for eighty nine ninety nine. Whoa! Yeah. That's the one I have. Well that it's not selling for that, but that's how much the guy wants for it. This is the one I'm bidding on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do. It, it does. I love how I put it next to a dollar to show yeah. perspective and also add character to it. Yeah, but either that or I could buy the $450 one with Swarovski crystals. Whoa, really? Yeah. Huh, that's not that bad. <laughs> Interesting. If I got, if I had like, if I get promoted, I'm buying it. Like, I have an Intercontinental belt, but that's the next belt I really want is the Timeless. million dollar belt. If I can't get the million dollar belt, I'm just going to get a tag team belt. Boo earns. I know because I, I need I need another money ink. Holy hell! That yeah. That, uh, no, I just checked Amazon. Like the million dollar belt, that one that comes with the figure. Mm-hmm. I guess because it's so out of print, Amazon is selling it for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I'm just buy it. I don't know. What the hell? Look, kid size forty dollars. What the hell? Forty one dollars. And that one's even cheaper because it comes with Virgil. Forty four dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. See this. This is ridiculous. I didn't realize there was such a demand. Three fifty, thirty-five dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought, oh, I'll get one for like ten dollars. Yeah, you would think. Nope. Four hundred thirty. That's insane. 
It's nuts. But yeah, I'm going to be the Million Dollar Man Teddy Biasi for Halloween, <laughs> in case any of you were wondering. Uh, we've been talking about doing a Halloween-themed uh, wrestling thing for a while, so I know there's at least a bunch of people that want to do it, Let's see if they actually show up, but I am all in, to coin a phrase. Yeah, I might have to do this. I'm doing Ted. I think Rob is being Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Uh, I know uh, our friend Steve wants to be IRS, so I do have. I was a, gonna say, like, who's you're gonna be? IRS? I do have a Money Inc. I needed. You said you were thinking about being Jimmy Hart, right? Was it? Thought, think about it. <laughs> I'm I'm between a couple. I'm thinking either like either Jimmy Hart or Razor Ramon. I'm I'm not sure. I, it's a, there's too many great options. I know that's why it's a great idea that I, that we've been talking about for years, and I'm finally doing it. And I've actually thought for a couple years now. I'd like to do like early '90s Shawn Michaels. I just – it's – you can't find red chaps anywhere. You just got to go to Condom Kingdom. <laughs> I guess so. They'll be assless, but he wears assless chaps usually anywhere. Yeah, he did. Right? He had yeah. like the – his wrestling gear on, but he had the <laughs> assless frontless chaps on over top of it. <laughs> if I went to a store asking for assless chaps, that I can't might need even, to be filmed. I have trouble saying it without laughing. That might need to be filmed. I would say, can I have assless – Preferably in red vinyl, sir. Yeah. And some red fingerless gloves with mirrors on the outside would be – just I have access to red fingerless gloves. Don't you worry about that. You could be Rick that. the Model Martel. Meh. <laughs> Nobody likes Let's Rick Let's just walk around in underwear, carry around perfume. Just, yeah. No one wants that. You wear a button that says, I'm a model. <laughs> Macho Man's always a good one. See, but that's the thing. I think back to what my friends have done. Now, Sean Marlin, when he was on this show before, mm-hmm. one of the first years we did this, he kind of ranted about this. He, he Where it's like, if someone does a costume, you can't really follow that up by doing that person's costume because he mentioned how when he did Dexter he went to a party the following year and a friend of his dressed as Dexter and it kind of bugged him and right. it kind of pointed out like with me being Michael Jackson the one year it's not something like other people would do it like the same friend circle almost because it's just you feel like you're stepping on someone's toes if you know that someone like a buddy of yours did that costume and I've had friends do a Macho Man costume and I've last year I had a buddy do a, a awesome Roddy Piper outfit Really? And, it, like, full kilt, hot rod shirt and everything. And it's one of the easiest ones to do. Huh. But I was like, man, I want to be Roddy Piper, but Buddy might already did that. And I feel like I can't do that one now. It's like it's off limits almost. Yeah, and Goldust is forever off limits. Oh, you, no one can touch Goldust. No one's ever going to be Goldust. No one's allowed. Nope. I mean, uh, it could be Black Rain, I guess. Yeah. Or Dust and Runnels. Stardust is still available. Stardust is available. <laughs> and I think, you know, our friend Pat mentioned about doing that as a joke on Twitter, but... It needs to come back. Someone should be Stardust. <laughs> but it wouldn't fit the retro theme, though. That's the only problem. I would let it go. <laughs> I think someone should be Dusty, complete with the yellow polka dots. And they got to speak with a lift the whole time. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, there's so many great wrestlers of that era, too. Like, Although, you got to think who your wife's going to be, and that would be an issue. I think the girls are going to do something separate. I think she needs to be Virgil. If you're a million dollar man, it only seems right. But she hates Virgil. <laughs> I think your dog needs to be Virgil. Maybe. <laughs> I think Duffy should be uh Duffy or Abby definitely need to be Virgil. Just put them in like boxing shorts with the word Virgil on it and instant costume. That would be funny. But that I, would work out perfectly also. Duff already has a Hulk Hogan shirt. Oh, uh, true. He's the Duffamania. We need no. Ultimate yeah, no one's really mentioned Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior or anything when it's come to this stuff. No. Although I did an Ultimate Warrior costume when I was like five. I posted that as like a throwback Thursday oh, after yeah, he I saw died. That. Yeah, we need an Ultimate Warrior. 
I don't know who can be the ultimate warrior. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm being Ted. Yeah, I know. I got the Ted's beard already. so good. I got the beard already. You got to either get a tacky green suit or <laughs> just get a black suit jacket and put just gold dollar signs on the lapels. I'm going to need to go to like a, a Goodwill, Goodwill in Camden to find a green suit. <laughs> Dude, don't go that far. Woodbury has racks. <laughs> and look at Glassboro. I mean, these college kids. I'm just saying. You never know what you'll find when you go Goodwill hunting. <laughs> Crap, I gotta start getting something together. Yeah, you do. You only got. Well, if I'm gonna be Jimmy Hart, I either. You got less I, than a month now. If, I got, if I'm gonna be Jimmy Hart, I gotta buy, like, a suit jacket. Yeah, get a megaphone. And airbrush the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And a megaphone. Yep. Those are key elements. I gotta get a million dollar belt. And that's apparently, a, that's gonna be that really is a hard. That's a key element. And I, I cannot believe how difficult and expensive a damn million dollar belt is. Unbelievable. Look at this shit. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Man. I'll buy that one off you for $15. No way. God damn it. Ha ha! What if so, I just walk around with your box version of it? <laughs> Dude, you should just make a construction paper million dollar bell. That's, that's where I'm at at this point. I might go to AC Moore and just build one somehow. <laughs> just, and then throw it in a laminator so yeah. it has a shine to it. Yeah, there you go. You could probably draw one fairly easily. Just do three large pieces of, uh, of paper. One... For each well, they sell they the sell center. paper that kind of looks like this, like that holographic scrapbook paper. Oh, you know, oh, dude, you, just make your own. It, you know, it's like it looks like that. Like you're an artist. It kind of looks own. like a reflector. Yeah, you know. I think that's what's on the kids' ones. Actually, It looks like bike reflectors. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty dollar bike reflectors. Oh, With a blemish on it, no dun, less. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, but free shipping. So, god damn it, <laughs> never getting one. Probably not. Nope. Tag team titles it is. Well, if I have my IRS, then that would be fine. This is true. Tag team titles. You know? Money Incorporated. Yeah. He didn't really wear the... I mean, did he have the belt with him when he was with IRS? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he dropped it and just carried out the tag belt. Yeah, because he mainly had the million dollar belt when that was his whole, like, I'm not world champion, I'm going to buy a world championship Yeah, thing. see, they're more like this. Yeah. yeah. And there's Jimmy Hart with him, too. I didn't know he was their manager for a yeah, while. Yeah, he was. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh my god, that bow tie. That's incredible. <laughs> I have to get a bow tie too. <laughs> I'm going to go for this look though. Because I'm going to get a, a normal black suit. The gold lapel. Get the gold lapel. Oh, and dude. then add some like, gold fabric paint. Look at this regal motherfucker in the white in here with the white and gold. I love the white suit so from much. WrestleMania 9. That one is awesome. It's great. Oh man. There they are. Look. This chilling. is. <laughs> this could potentially be. This could almost top gold dust if it's done well enough. I, I already have the same beard that he does too. So if you have IRS and you could do this up, this could potentially top gold dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's. I awesome. like that he had to draw it on. Mine's not going to be drawn. <laughs> I'm going to have to if I do Jimmy Hart. I'm going to have to draw it on. <laughs> it, it is what it is. You could get a fake mustache. I, when I was not, Bernie, I had a fake mustache. Yeah, but uh, they don't ever look real, though. They don't. They just look like a piece of felt caterpillar on your face. That's okay. Look at this one. It's got black lapels. Hmm. I think yeah, because I think the toy I had, the mini toy, back in the old days, the Hasbro. Look at that the yeah. white. Oh man. Yeah, I had two Ted DiBiase toys of that style. It was the green suit and the uh, the black suit. I like the green suit too. Green suit's going to be really hard to find a green suit though. You could be raw commentator, Macho Man. No, that's when he hated everything. Yeah, yeah. Just carry on Slim Jims and 
Maybe I'll just forget the suit and walk around black underwear. <laughs> Dollar signs on it. There you go. <laughs> I'm actually tempted to just... I don't know if I should reveal this, but I did have... I had a cheat idea for the, the 90s Buster costume. I had an idea. Yeah. Um, I thought about just wearing like a, a gold gym tank top, a pair of Zubas, and uh, a fanny pack, and just being a generic jobber uh-huh. of the okay. era. Prefer- maybe with a backwards neon baseball cap also. That's Chris Hero with this. Yes, two. it is. <laughs> In a mall, I think. Wow. That would be funny. You could be like... Generic wrestler leaving the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have the fanny pack. You gotta have Zubas and a fanny pack and like gold gym or costume video tank top. This is what I'm going for right here. <laughs> I believe in you. You gotta lighten your hair up a little bit and feather it. Yeah. Go back to like your old, what was it, middle school, high school days when you God. were blonde. I can't do that. <laughs> His hair isn't always blonde. It's blondish. Not always. It's always blonde ish. No, because there's pictures up here that it's not blonde at all. It's like brown in this one. Oh, he's got those million-dollar highlights. Hey, look at that. Look at them. Look at the reflection. The million-dollar highlights. I'll be old Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> An old IRS. They did a show together? Oh, man. It's a million-dollar picture right there. It is. That's Justin Roberts in the middle. <laughs> I'm jealous of him. <laughs> See, it's brown here. I'll get. It. I'll just do that. I'll just grow it out as long as I can. I won't, I won't cut Ball it. Ball it and feather it. I won't cut it for like all of October. <laughs> and by the 30th, it should be pretty good. Oh, man. I get am, one last haircut before I October. I really hope this – I just – I'm excited for it. You get some fat suits and we can be Tugboat and Typhoon. <laughs> or Typhoon and Earthquake. Yeah. Tugboat, Jesus Christ. See, there's so many good ideas. There are so many. Bret Hart. Mr. Styers. Perfect. Oh, Mr. Perfect's a great one. The Heart Foundation's always good. Shave your head and be Austin. What? Look at this picture from wrestling. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's going to be your profile picture leading up to Halloween. I want to I want to remake it. I'll get some you dollar signs. Carry some fake money around. I'll get Photoshopped, though, with my mouth open like that. <laughs> it's not a good look. Uh, Especially with money in your head. <laughs> And it looked like next to him, it looks like it's a sequel to Day Live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so weird that they hooked Piper up with Virgil. It's so random. I guess they want to give Virgil credibility. <laughs> I, I, I think I have to do this. Yeah. I don't know what, because there's too many great options. <laughs> That's going to be my profile picture. See, I did have a friend do Paul Bear a couple years ago also. Another great one. <sighs> yeah, whatchamacallit, I'll show you my That whole friend. era was good. Yeah, my friend Steve wants to be IRS, and he already kind of looks like him. He's got the glasses in there. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I've met yeah, Steve. you met Steve. <laughs> yeah, he could yeah. do it. He could pull it off for sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> my briefcase and a white shirt. That's all he needs. And some suspenders. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be epic. <laughs> so if anyone out there is planning any cool Halloween parties, let us know, because I want to hear We're going to crash it and WrestleFest it up. That's right. You know, that's, a, that's another good thing is to look at the cast of WrestleFest because all of them are classics. Mm-hmm. Bossman's a good one, too. Actually, I thought about Bossman just because for my day job, I can get away with wearing that as just like generic cop. And I don't yeah. have to say I'm anything specific. That way I don't have to do like double costumes or anything. We also need a... Hulk Hogan! <laughs> I'll be fake Razor Ramon. There you go. And you can be fake... Hulk! 
So yeah, so we have that. So many going options. On. There is. But like, what what year are we going up to? Are we talking like NWO Steve Austin, or are we going just? I could say uh, like eighty five to ninety three. Since Goldust was, we'll, we'll put it up to like the Monday Night War. Okay, how's that? That's good. Because Goldust is kind of crossing the line into all that stuff. But Goldust is raising appearance again this year. So you could just we'll, we'll have, we can have some NWO members, just people in NWO shirts, <laughs> if they want to come in. I'll allow that. You know, everybody was in the NWO, so if you just say. I'm I'm Scott know, Norton. Sure, yeah. come in. You know I'm Stevie Ray. <laughs> you need the the slapjack. He's the whack people with the fucking. I remember that slapjack. Holy He's the worst fucking wrestler ever. He's Stevie Ray. No business being in the uh, in the NWO. By the way, uh, that'll also lead to my suggestions later. So remember that. Okay, NWO Stevie Ray. Well don't, well, don't remember Stevie. Nobody should. Remember <laughs> Stevie Ray. Everyone should forget Stevie Ray. <laughs> Now I want to get some quick end of the world news. Yeah, we should probably do that. What the hell? This is end of the world news. Not the beat. Okay, so I got a lot of good stories. A lot of stuff's been going on now. Uh, so there's another incident of a man jerking off into a coworker's coffee. I don't know how these people do this. How? Why? How? Anyway. A Minnesota hardware store employee, not Florida, Minnesota, has been arrested after admitting he repeatedly jerked off on a coworker's desk, ejaculated into her coffee because he was attracted to her, and wanted him to notice and wanted her to notice him. Well, that's clear. That's love. Like that's how most romantic comedies start. Like, isn't that the beginning of You've Got Mail? That's how it I've ends. I've seen it, but I think that's how it ends. Oh, dude, just he gets carted away. Yeah. Uh, John Lind, who's 34 years old, told police he came in the woman's coffee cup twice since February. And finished on her desk four times, using one of her scrunchies to wipe up the mess. And she didn't notice this? Police say Lynn told told them he knew his actions were gross and wrong. The co-worker did eventually notice him catching him at her desk with his hands on his crotch. He was caught white-handed. She told police he turned around and looked at her like a deer in the headlights. (laughs) Wait, I gotta pull this (laughs) up. Uh, yeah, appropriate. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, yeah, it was dramatic chipmunk. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Wait, he tried to cover by telling her he'd just come in to ask her a question, but the evidence was there. Yep. And all of a sudden, she walked in and he went. Putting some screamer in her coffee. The worker told police she inspected her desk and found fluid on the surface dripping onto the floor. Oh my God. Holy shit. A lot, hose? <laughs> a lot of it had been absorbed into her hair scrunchie, <gasps> which she put into a plastic bag when at the scene officers collected her coffee mug, coffee, and scrunchie. The coworker also said Lind had approached her with his zipper down so many times that she was considering reporting him, him for harassment. He now faces two counts of criminal sexual conduct with the possibility of a year in jail and a $4,500 fine. Now, okay. That's that, – This next paragraph is terrible. I'm sorry, but to me, okay. that's it? Like a year, $4,500? Well, like if, she, if he's doing this into her coffee and she has ingested this more than once – I'm sure she'll like, sue. There should be far more, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she'll sue him. And uh, 
He's probably going to be a sex offender now, you know? Yeah, I, I, I guess, but still, I don't know. I feel like it should be a worse punishment for that. I agree, like, especially after this paragraph. Okay. The victim told police she noticed her coffee tasted strange recently. <laughs> More than just two times since February, and she initially suspected spoiled cream. After they told her what Lynn had admitted to, she said, I knew it. I've had this in my mouth before. <laughs> no, that's not what I she said. I knew it. I knew it. I've had this taste before in my mouth. <laughs> oh. Just watching her mag chipmunk and picturing it being that guy's reaction. <laughs> oh, that's great. So here's a story my wife actually sent me today. Oh, nice. Because she thought it would be uh, applicable. Uh, it's Florida news. So here's the story. Three people were arrested in Florida after a bizarre incident involving police say a drug-induced imaginary hostage situation. Uh, So, uh, three people, uh, a 911 call from a newspaper delivery man saw three people yelling for help from the second floor of a home. The three said they'd been shot and were being held hostage. Officers arrived, but the trio refused to come out fearing their attackers might be in the bottom floor. Police managed to contact the three who said they'd been attacked, and a woman there said she'd been stabbed and the knife was broken off in her stomach. The three allegedly claimed they were injured while fighting off their attackers. Police began to investigate, and they said they found no attackers wherever there, and the woman claiming a stab wound only had a superficial scratch. The sheriff's department said they searched the home to find a shake-and-bake meth lab. The department concluded that the three were hallucinating and then armed themselves with a 12-gauge shotgun oh my God. and a 22 caliber rifle. Dozens of rounds of ammunition were also found. Numerous windows were shot out and holes were shot into the wall. The three also allegedly removed a large rear window and threw a sink at the imaginary attackers and also threw the toilet. <laughs> the three suspects arrested were 30-year-old Matthew McDaniel, 21-year-old Damian Hines, and 18-year-old Madison Starr Douglas. 18? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus. All three were charged with possession of meth, attempt to manufacture meth, felony cr- criminal mischief, and possession of drug manufacturing. Yeah, bitch. So that's uh, that's our three meth heads here. 18 years old. Drugs are bad. So that's crazy shit that they, they saw imaginary people and threw toilets at them. <laughs> I can't, like, I just fixed my toilet before the clash. You can't like, imagine, take, like, lifting it up and throwing it apart, it and I can't imagine, like, lifting it up and throwing it. Like, throwing it. Like, obviously, they, did, they didn't dump the water out, so there's probably water and shit everywhere. Literally. That'd be a fucking mess when the cops came. And they're probably like, what the fuck happened here? So, here's more Florida news that I thought was awesome. Uh, in Spring Hill, Florida, deputies in Hernando County say they've arrested an 81-year-old resident of an assisted living facility for exposing himself to people from his apartment window. Looks like a nice guy, right? Yeah. He's a little embarrassed. According to the sheriff's office, 81-year-old Fred Reed, Fred, he's a nice guy, came to his bedroom window Monday afternoon. Yeah, he did. At the Del Boca Vista Grand Assisted Living Facility, which overlooks a swimming pool. Reed allegedly was wearing a bright red bra and panties. So he was wearing ladies' underpants, 81-year-old man. And then he exposed himself shaking his genitals at the residents in the pool area. Oh, hi, how are you? The person who called deputies said he was at the pool with his young children at the time. The children did not see it. I was in the pool! (laughs) I was in the pool! But the parent got them out of the pool and left the facility right away. Uh, Another witness told investigators she saw him with a bikini top on and no bottoms. She said it was the first time she had seen the resident dressed this way. When deputies met with him, they say he was wearing hot pink panties. 
and a hot pink bra. Wait, what kind of variety does he have? Because I've heard so far red panties. He's got bra. a bikini too. Bikini top at least, and hot pink. So he's oh got a collection. My. He sure does. For an eighty-one-year-old man, that's impressive. Good for him. Good for him. He's letting his freak flag fly. You know, he, he's you know, he lived through a lot, and he's probably been pushed down for many years. So. He told the police he did not expose himself in any way, but admitted he does occasionally wear women's underwear while standing in front of his bedroom window. The property manager told investigators she had previously concealed Reed in the past so that he could wear whatever underwear he wanted, but needed to keep his shades down while doing so. He was arrested and charged with just one count of exposure of sexual organs. Because <laughs> he's just an old man who has some weird thing that he likes. He, oh well. Sum it up. I'm bored and horny. <laughs> probably. Probably. I mean, he's 81 years old. His wife's probably passed away at this point if he ever had a wife. Right. You know, he's probably all alone. He's probably wearing her underwear. <laughs> and in more Florida news, a man was charged in groping at Taco Bell. Oh, no. You never grope the taco. You don't grope the tacos. Police in Florida say they arrested a man accused of groping a Taco Bell employee by reaching in through the drive-thru window. All right, how do you – all right, how do you – like, there's a good several-foot gap there between the person taking your order, delivering your food, and you at the window. Like, I can't fathom trying to reach in to grab a honka honka or something because it's like uh, – I can barely reach to re- get my food. I don't know. you got to reach right, down and grab their do? taco. He was grabbing a chalupa. So, Philip Guerrero, 38 years old, ordered food at the Taco Bell drive-thru at about 2 a.m. Saturday, and then allegedly got out of his car. Oh, that's how he did it. Reached inside the window and grabbed the victim's left butt cheek. The police report said, oh, we have the police report here. Once again, like, really, you have to reach that, because that window's high up. I want to see what contributing factors he had. (laughs) He looks like a nice guy in his picture. (laughs) Uh, There's another hot link for a police report. Where's the... Right under, to oh, okay, okay. Let me see what I can find here. Oh, man. Oh, so that was battery. Oh, shit. Wow. A Simple battery. clear as day. The defendant went through the drive-thru. I spelled through wrong. At Taco Bell. And once the defendant drove to the pickup window, he got out of his car, reached inside the window, and grabbed the victim's left butt cheek. Victim stated that she wants to press charges and filed an affidavit. Wow. That's going to be expensive grab right there. Mm-hmm. For Holy him shit. and Taco Bell. Guerrero, who police said was under the influence of alcohol, so he was driving while intoxicated as well, at the time of the incident was arrested for simple battery and taken to the Manatee County Jail. Why wasn't he taken to People Jail? Where he was released (laughs) on $500 bond. Guerrero is due in court October 2nd and has previously been arrested twice on unrelated battery charges, so he's a big fan of grabbing and honking. Well, so you know, unrelated. So it's just it's just other battery. Like maybe he's just beating people up. And he's also been arrested before for drunk driving and drugs. It's 38. Get your shit together, man. Come on. Well, got the Taco Bell at 2 a.m. in his late 30s. I mean, he's going to be wearing ladies' underwear in an assisted living. Yeah, in community. 50 years. That's where he's going to be. In no time. No time flat. No time. Uh, let me see which one the of these will load up for. <laughs> That's just a, an ad. That's an ad. <laughs> so we talked about smuggling stuff in your vagina uh, last episode a lot. I don't know if yeah. you recall. The usual. Yeah. Vacationing activities. So. Three women are being accused of stealing two Rolex watches from a pair of male tourists by hiding them in their vaginas. So it's a new new thing that all these lady thieves are doing is they're stealing stuff and sticking it right up in there. It's like another pocket. 
<laughs> the alleged robberies took place August 17th at the Encore Hotel in Las Vegas. Two of the suspects, Carmela Triggs and Brianna Warren, met one of the victims at a hotel bar. After some conversation, the group returned to a hotel room that the man was sharing with his friend. The group was soon joined by another suspect. Trinity Kennard, the man's friend, arrived a short time later. The victims and suspects then started to have sex. All of them. Big sex party. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> Keep it going. I'm bored and horny. <laughs> Sometime during the sex, the victims were persuaded, oh, take your watch off. One valid at $12,000, the other one worth $4,000. That's as much as my fucking car. $12,000. Yeah, I can't imagine having a watch. A short much. time later, the victims realized, oh, oh my god, my watch is missing. One of the men chased the suspects down the hall, but backed off when Triggs turned a stun gun on near the elevator. Where was she hiding that? That was probably in her vagina, too. What if she just whipped out her vagina and it had teeth and it hissed at her? I just... I feel like it's like in Scott Pilgrim, Ramona has that bag and she pulls out like the giant the big hammer, hammer. And yeah. all this weird shit's in there. Yeah. Is that what this is like, where she could just like summon any vagina. device? From her vagina. According to the police report, surveillance video shows the two of the women... Hiking up their dresses in the elevator and inserting foreign objects <laughs> into their vaginas. So it's on video. Man, that's one I'd like to just watch for scientific purposes. I'm sure there are ways to find these things. Probably. Like, that's fascinating to me. I wouldn't watch it to be, you know, for the fapping or anything. I would just watch Ugh. it for uh, no, you can't. scientific purposes. You can't fap to that. No. Meanwhile, the victims <laughs> notified security and the women were arrested. While the Oh, man, they were arrested before they got in the taxi when they were leaving the hotel. That was quick. Good. So they uh, well, Vegas doesn't fool around when it comes. So they to basically stuff. got to ride in an elevator with a Rolex in their vagina, and then they were arrested. <laughs> While the women were detained at the hotel, officers recovered the stun gun and one of the watches. Kennard later produced a watch from her vagina during a strip search at the detention center. Three women were booked on counts of burglary, conspiracy to commit grand larceny, and conspiracy to commit robbery. Wow! All for two watches, but they're watches that are worth like you know thousands of dollars. I thought when stuff like oh. this happens, it's just a personal thing. I didn't think police would get involved and I could go to jail. She what? Said. What the fuck do you think's going to happen? This is actually the second vagina smuggling case reported in Vegas this year. <laughs> in January, a Las Vegas masseuse, Christina Lefebvre, was accused of snatching a customer's $35,000 Rolex me? and concealing it in her vagina. So if you have a Rolex out there, like... Don't go to Vegas. Don't hang out with anyone with a vagina. <laughs> or put it in the safe. And I don't mean, like, the vagina safe. <laughs> Just don't go to Vegas. And finally, our last story, Antonio Flores Narciso stabs his roommate for being too loud during a threesome. This guy looks like he's just being left out. It's a cock blocker. man in San Antonio, Texas, uh, named Jose Lothario, no, I'm just kidding, faces felony charges for allegedly stabbing his roommate numerous times for making too much noise while having sex. I just Sword read this fight. headline and I was like, stop yelling while you're fucking her. <laughs> Bro, bro, I don't. I'm trying to pretend you're not here. Can you stop? Stop. Stop talking. Uh, so the roommate was celebrating his 35th birthday by having sex with two women's, one man, two women's. Uh, you know, having sex with two chicks at the same time. According to the arrest warrant, Narciso kicked down the roommate's door, complained about the cries of passion. My San Antonio.com reports when the roommate yelled at Narciso, "Get the fuck out of my room!" The suspect grabbed a kitchen knife and stabbed the victim numerous times in the head. Oh, wow. Head, back, and hands. That's a little extreme. Although, this, the headline is clearly misleading. I thought it was like this man was involved in the threesome. No. He got mad during I think it. he's just angry. He just got angry at the threesome. Mm -hmm. 
The roommate was taken to a local hospital and treated for non-life-threatening injuries. How's it non-life-threatening? It's stabbed in the head. There's no, like, safe spots to get stabbed in your head. Your brain is in there. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Although both the women were able to identify Narciso uh, by by name from a photo lineup the night the alleged attack took place, he was only charged this week. He is currently in jail. Wow. It's so ridiculous. If you're having a threesome, you got to watch out for your uh, your roommate. Your roommate. Stab you in the he head. He kicked the fucking door down and stab you in the head. Happy birthday! Seriously, happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about real quick that we haven't talked about—it's kind of a downer, but we never covered Robin Williams on the show. This is true. Uh, I just wanted to at least acknowledge that Robin Williams uh, is awesome. One of our greatest old souls. One of the greatest old souls ever in the history of this show. And will definitely be missed uh, because he definitely had a lasting impact on, I think, all of us as we were kids. Everyone uh, that's involved in comic books or video games or anything is also a Robin Williams fan, it seems like. You know, it's almost like because he is in the community, too. He did all those Zelda commercials, which we played on the show mm-hmm. before with his daughter. His daughter is named after Zelda. Um, he's just a uh, one of the greatest guys. He seems like everybody's funny uncle. You know what right. I mean? And everybody loves a funny uncle. And it's just awful. How it all ended for him, and uh, and you just feel bad for his his family, and uh, just everything. You know, it's just a terrible ending. But I, I figured we should definitely at least acknowledge it because he's been such a big part of the show. Definitely. I mean, the first show was all about Aladdin. You know, <laughs> right? So I mean, I I feel uh, terrible that he's gone, but you know, he left such a lasting impact on everybody. Definitely. I mean, so many great films, so many great performances, and. It was just something that really hit everyone when that news came out because mm-hmm. he's someone that a lot of generations have grown up with. Whether it's you know it was Mork from Work, whether you know he was the genie, or even as recently as being uh, the the main one main penguins in Happy Feet. Mm-hmm. Like he's well known for several generations of people just for his comedy, for his performances, and he of himself was a character. And it's just crazy when that news came out. Like, no one saw that coming, and definitely will be missed. And has a he still has about I think three or four movies still set to come out this year. Yeah, that he was going to be in, including I know a new. He did a Christmas movie with Joel McHale that's coming out, and the third Night at the Museum is coming out as well. Yeah, I saw that trailer uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy actually. So he's and I think he's got one or two others in addition to that. So. I mean, he's, he's not completely gone yet, but it, it was definitely a, a hard news to, to swallow when that came out. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, as a tribute, I wanted to play this because uh, uh, I basically did it because I'm such a huge fan of his and the movie itself. Oh, incredible movie. So I wanted to uh, to play this as well. Uh, going back, a throwback Thursday for you. It's one of the best calls we ever made. Hi, I'm calling. Um, I just saw a commercial for a movie, and my dad changed the channel in the middle of it, and I was wondering if maybe you could help me out if I describe it. Sure, I'll try. Okay, let me think of how the commercial went here. To put his family back together, Daniel Hillard needed a job. Do you have any special skills? Oh, I do voices. Yes! Nancy and I are still looking for the other half of my head. Look at me right now, money penny. Want to undo that bow and get to know you. Mr. Hillard, do you consider yourself humorous? I used to. And a decent home for his kids, but he found a way... I'm placing an ad for a housekeeper. Housekeeper, could you make me a woman? He's figured out a way to have both. Bing bong! Hello? Euphigenia Doubtfire. He's still the same dad. Go! 
Only better. Dinner is served. Accent's a little muddled. Oh, so is your tan. Oh, oh, oh. I saw it. It was a run by fruiting. Robin Williams, Sally Field in a Chris Columbus film. Hello! First day as a woman, Marty getting hot flashes. That's that's where the commercial got changed. Can you help me out? Do you know what movie that is? This is Doubtfire. What's it called? This is Doubtfire. Oh, is that? Uh, that must be it. Do you have it on VHS? We don't have VHS anymore. What about on um, Betamax? Seriously? Yes. Oh, well, geez, what about uh, HD DVD? I think you're playing with me now, right? I ain't playing with nobody. I just want to know if you have it. These are the only players I have. <laughs> well, HD DVD went out when Blu-ray took over. Oh, geez. Well, why did that happen? <laughs> why? Yeah, I, I just bought this player, like, last week. You sure it's not a Blu-ray player? It's, uh, it says uh, HD DVD right on the front. And it also has an expansion slot for uh, Betamax. I'm not sure if it was uh, had or not, because when I got it at the flea market, it was duct taped to it, so I wasn't sure if it was um, you know, something new. It's old, sweetie. Ah, jeez. Well, well, I'm going to have to go back there and get those poop holes, aren't I? <laughs> yep. Well, uh, I guess I'll have to uh, go back to the flea market now. Thank you very much for your help, ma'am. No problem. You have a good day there, poop hole. That was uncalled for. I still say, I said it from the beginning, she put up with your shit and actually held a conversation with you. Uh, You're so an good. asshole. I do like that one a lot. Voices. Oh, God. That's oh. a good one. Mm-hmm. So basically, Robin Williams, you will be missed. I just wanted to acknowledge that on the show. Um, I, I guess to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. There was something else I kind of wanted to talk about that we didn't get to earlier before End of the World News. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just end things on the honor with Robin Williams. I rediscovered something these past couple of days, and I think you did too, with the Every Simpsons Ever marathon. Mm. There, where FXX played every single episode of The Simpsons, running from season one to season 20, what, 25, 26. Oh, God, I don't know. And 500 and the thing is, and I saw you post about it. A lot of people post about it. We all dismissed the simpsons for years uh-huh. we kind of just pushed this side didn't care anymore we thought oh it's, it's, it can't be good anymore it's not good anymore right and there were a couple stinker episodes in like the sure. late teen seasons yeah but more especially the newer newer ones it's pretty good the last season was great dude i loved the last season like i watched almost every episode of this the like the end of the marathon mm-hmm. yeah you know? It was really good. Every episode was phenomenal. One after another Dude, was better that than Lego the Lego episode was incredible. It was great. And it's like, I think this was a genius marketing move because everyone has just like talked shit on The Simpsons for well, years. Well, did you see that now FXX like is basically The Simpsons channel now? I saw that, yeah. They had to because the ratings were so good on the marathon that they're doing like huge blocks now every, every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have to because everybody's going to think of it as The Simpsons channel now. Right. They, they might, might as well just become the Simpsons channel. Right. Because I mean, I know they, they talked they were going to do a, an on-demand service for the Simpsons, but in reality, if they just had the marathon, one mm-hmm. to twenty-five, one twenty-six, whatever, continually over and over again every twelve days, people would watch it. If they because it's one of those every year, even it's one of those things that no matter what else is on, you can rely on the Simpsons, and yeah. you can just turn it on because you know you'll be entertained. It's just. I rediscovered my love of this show, and it's something that I kind of dismissed for a while, and I'm glad to be back into it. I'm probably going to watch the season premiere. Yeah, I definitely like. And and I also saw today that they're doing a crossover with Futurama this season too. So they've I'm, never done that before. No, so I'm definitely in for that. They've had they've had like couch gag. Yeah, I've seen the fry yeah. on the couch gag, but yeah. I could have sworn they had them in an episode. Before. No, nope, it's crazy. The first time it, ever. 
don't know why it took him so long. I don't know, but I'm glad because I I like them both. Yeah, you know? that's gonna be great. That's gonna be really good. I, I'll get through the Family Guy one. Yeah. We'll see how that is. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll be like old Family Guy and. Things will be okay. Also, real quick, before we get to suggestions, I wanted to get to this. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. Uh, I'm told to tell you where I was born, the Lexington, Mississippi. I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans, and uh, I'm a Southern American French. <laughs> this is Eric Roberts News. That elusive button. <laughs> would you like to hear Eric Roberts do the Ice Bucket Challenge? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. And action. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts, and my wife told me to tell you guys, I'm in the midst of accepting the Ice Bucket Challenge, and my wife said to tell you guys, we're on parched ground that needs water. She wants everybody to know that. So, I'm Eric Roberts accepting the Ice Bucket Challenge. You ready? Oh! My goodness! Okay. I nominate Chris Walken and John Wall. Good luck, guys. Woo! Uh, woo! Fire. Okay. Okay. Should make that into a button. Woo! Woo! Let's see if I can get it. Oh, it's too late. I just missed it. Three of them. Good luck, guys. Woo! Woo! It's awesome. Oh, wow. Well, I think I pushed the button again to conclude the segment. Yeah, that's true. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. <laughs> I'm told to tell you where I was born. But My favorite Mrs. part of the Ice Bucket Challenge video is that that's how uh, it I'm starts. Eric <laughs> <laughs> we could actually have that go as like a dueling thing, too. And action. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Wait, hold on. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. <laughs> I'm told to tell you where I was born, Biloxi, Mississippi. I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans, and uh, I'm a Southern American French. <laughs> this is Eric Roberts News. Ready and some news to use for him. Every, yeah, it comes up with the most random. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I was afraid like you were going to talk about he had leaked nude pictures or something. No, no, he and, didn't leak any nude pictures. Okay. It's just everybody else that has okay. leaked nude pictures. Just, just mostly Jennifer Lawrence. That thing broke the internet on Monday. Oh, my God. Like, the internet was broken in half. I've never Monday. seen so many masturbation jokes in yeah. my life. Did you see the um, the happening uh, Photoshop yeah, movie poster? Uh-huh. Instead of uh, the happening, they're calling it the fappening, by the way. I'm sure you've heard about this uh, with Jennifer Lawrence and a bunch of other celebrities. Yeah, mostly Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Upton were the two that, like... Yeah, and Justin Verlander's penis, which is everywhere now, which is disgusting. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. That's it's, he's a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers, and he's okay. Kate Upton's boyfriend. His phone was the one that was hacked. Oh, here's the big controversy about that. So his phone was hacked. There were pictures of Kate Upton's boobs, right. which everybody had much rejoicing about. You know, finally, right. uh, there is pictures of other ladies in the phone, hmm. which everyone was probably not so much rejoicing hmm. about. And there's like tons of pictures of his penis. Okay, like like there was a. Like an obscene amount of pictures of his Venus. Well, it's like, like, why does why? he have that many on his own why phone? Why do you have that many pictures of your dick on you your phone? You forget what it looks like, or I don't know. It's just like there's one that literally made me laugh because someone, you know, on Twitter, you could, you could, you couldn't avoid these pictures. Mm-hmm. Like if you tried, if you were on Twitter, so someone posted like an album full of like all of his photos. So you're just like scrolling, and then I, there's one that's like I literally stopped and laughed really hard. 
because it's like a really artsy photo of his penis. <laughs> it's like he's laying in bed. And it's standing up, and it's in the shadows, and it's casting a shadow on the wall as well. <laughs> so it's sundialing. <laughs> it's like a, a monolith, you know? <laughs> and it literally made me chuckle. Well, this is, I guess, what he does. I mean, when you have that much money and time and Kate Upton's boobs, what else are you going to do? You take artsy pictures of your dick. Right. He's probably going to open up a gallery now that's out there. If I was his teammate, that would be the funniest thing ever. Oh, you'd know that he'd post it all over his locker. I'd just post that picture, like, really big all over his locker, and <laughs> I don't know where that picture came from. <laughs> You know they're busting on him. They have oh, to. They have to be. Yeah. Uh, although they're or they're thanking him. Yeah. One or the other. And the other ones are all. I'm coming day and night. At his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If yeah. they weren't already before, now they definitely are. Yep. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> and there's all these rumors of like other pictures that are still out. And there's there a video. That... That's the one that everyone wants. Wait, there's a the video, video of. Well, there's like a rumored video of Jennifer Lawrence doing stuff. Oh wow. That's the one everyone wants to see, but it. <laughs> He wants a million dollars. That was Arnold's reaction. <laughs> I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up. Oh, man. So the fattening is out there, and it's it's broken the internet. Yeah, I saw, uh, yeah, I think Ramona Flowers, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she was in She there. yelled at people on Twitter uh, about it. There's a, a rumored Yvonne Strahovski in there. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh... This guy got photos of everybody. Oh, no, I, I, you know, I did see that one because yeah. – but she was smart. She, she kept her head out. Exactly. Yep. She's the <laughs> only smart celeb with this stuff. Yeah, she cut her head out. So you never know. Good for her. Yep. Oh, Miranda. That's right. If she turned around, I definitely would recognize her. <laughs> Hi, I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. The Fappening. The Fappening. Oh man, but yeah, if if uh, is that your recommendation of the week? My recommendation <laughs> this week is the Fappening. If you're interested, no, uh, go yourself. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, no, I actually do have recommendations this week. That leads us into recommendations. Uh, my recommendation this week is uh, on the WWE Network. They have released a stellar documentary series uh, called The Monday Night War. Oh my god, I, you're right. That it's incredible. It's really good. There's like four episodes online now. I think the fifth one might have been added tonight. Last night, I still have to. I still have watched the DX one. That's the newest one. Yeah, it's the one I haven't seen. Uh, So there's four. There's probably five out by the time, maybe six by the time the show gets uploaded. But the first episode was fascinating. Like it was like how Nitro was created Mm -hmm. and how it all started, and that just gets better from there. Like I was shocked at how when Raw introduced the fake Diesel and fake Razor, that WCW took Nash and Hall and put them in a room and they're like what is this are you guys really signing oh my, up yeah, with them yeah Nash's reaction to that was priceless and Nash was like well what are you talking about and they were like what you guys want more money is that it here here's new contracts here's like 900,000 more dollars and we were like alright <laughs> and just signed them <laughs> fake diesel fake yeah. razor comes out and they just looked and laughed yeah it's like <laughs> it's like little things like that that are all over this that I just loved you know it's got Vince Russo on it it's got it's got like all the heads of WCW, and it's narrated by Mister, uh, what's his face from um, who Piper fights? What's his name? The guy oh, in Keith the David. Thing. Yeah, Keith David. Oh. It's narrated by him. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's great. It, it really is incredible. And the thing is, there are a couple newer interviews you could tell, like with Vince Russo, with Nash Hall, mm-hmm. but a lot of it they have so much tape and so they put out so many documentaries already mm-hmm. that it's just a lot of editing just to make it a cohesive documentary with these things 
It really is. It's just like a, a well-made and it's, documentary series. It's funny realizing the uh, the one episode, the Attitude Adjustment one, I think it was called. Uh, I never – I mean I, that was the areas where I watched it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how quickly and aggressively they just like upped the ante when it came to like the sex and violence and stuff. Because I remember like the Brian Pillman with the gun. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was awesome. That was when – they like, really, that's when it changed. They like, really changed everything. Mm-hmm. And then that's how, like, Raw ended that time. Right. It's just and, insane. And it's, and it's funny hearing the background talk of, like, Bischoff and Ted Turner doing all these, like, seedy things. Vince does something, like, completely batshit crazy. And they're like, oh, dude, that's not cool. Yeah. You can't do that. And, and that's why And Vince USA Network was cool with it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, sure, whatever. I'm ratings. surprised they, did, they didn't even bring up the uh, Undertaker crucifying Austin thing yet because that was huge, too. Yeah. And like he put him on like the Undertaker symbol and hung him, mm-hmm. and they, like they got like phone calls for that too. Wow, I remember that. Um, but it's crazy Where though, to because Stephanie, because all of a sudden they were just like showing Sable's knockers every week, and mm-hmm. then like Deborah, their knockers yeah. hanging out. That's actually why I wasn't allowed to have the WWE magazine. <laughs> like I had a subscription, and then my parents were like, nope, because obviously they got the mail before I did, and were able to see the cover stories, and are like, yeah, you're eight now. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd like to play with my peppy. <laughs> yeah, you're like uh, eight, and you were going. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, definitely. If you have the WWE Network, check it out. If you borrow your brothers or your cousins or your friends, check it's out. It's worth it. it. The network is worth the nine ninety nine price tag because you do get so much stuff, and they put stuff like this, and it's incredible. Uh, they also had a Shield documentary that was really good, also. But the Monday Night Wars is so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll definitely recommend it for people who grew up watching it at that time. And not only the WWE stuff's great, but the WCW actually, stuff's actually getting like a fair amount of like. Yeah, it's not just pro WWE. No. It's giving a fair assessment of both sides, what they were both doing at the time. And they have like the people who are behind it all. They have old archive Bischoff stuff, but they also have new interviews from Hall, Nash, and Hogan. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's the people who now, were. This is this is a stupid question because I don't know. Is Ted Turner still alive? Yeah. Okay. Because I've never seen or heard from him in years. He, like, disappeared. He's hiding. Because I'd love to hear him talk about this stuff. It's weird that he was just kind of like, no, I'm done with wrestling. Yeah. Like, if he ever actually came out, they did yeah, he's WCW. 75. Okay. Well, they should do that soon. But if they ever did, like, a full WCW documentary, I'd love to have him be interviewed and hear his thoughts on everything. Oh, but yeah. In reality, he was probably just the money. Pretty yeah, much. I'm in the wrestling business. Well, they kept saying that he was just giving blank checks out. That's how they could get away with, like, whatever they and wanted. That's how Bischoff did whatever the fuck he wanted, too. Mm-hmm. I miss, I miss that, though. Like, watching that made me really miss, like, WCW. It was a different time. Like, having competition. Mm-hmm. Like, WWE having competition made them great. And now, like, the last two Monday Night Rawls have been total fucking garbage. Like, complete and utter garbage the last two weeks of Raw. <laughs> I missed Jericho it. was in the fucking main event of Raw, uh-huh. and it was total garbage. I missed it. Actually, I think I've missed two weeks ago. Also, I haven't. Good, really don't them. watch them because they're terrible. The last two weeks, I think I watched The Simpsons. The, this fucking Bree and Nikki Bella thing mm-hmm. is the worst shit I have ever seen it on was, Raw. It worked up to SummerSlam. I didn't mind it when it was Bree versus Stephanie. Like that was but, okay. But now it's just Bree and Nikki, and it's fucking terrible because Nikki is just a bad actress, and they're they're terrible at speaking. I mean, on the Bree mic. wasn't the greatest to begin with. No, but you're saying Nikki's worse. Yes. Because they both talk the same way where they put inflections on the wrong word. <laughs> so she's like, I wish you were never born. 
and died in the womb. Like, they have this weird <laughs> speech pattern, both of them, where, like, they talk like dudes, but they have inflection and their speech rises up and down at weird times. Like, Interesting. I quit. You're a bitch. <laughs> Wish you died in the womb. You sound like Jerry Seinfeld. That's how they sound. They sound terrible. I hate them. <laughs> they stink and I hate them. They stink and I hate them. And, and, uh, and Nikki Bella is now like, uh, poster child cunt. And <laughs> everyone knows that her boyfriend is John Cena. Like, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really make much sense if John Cena is like super nice guy and he's just letting his girlfriend, which everybody knows is, is really his girlfriend, just get away with being a cunt. Well, they will watch Total Divas and I watched one episode so I can be an expert in this. Yeah. But they don't show John Cena as being a nice guy on the show. No, he's really. kind of a cunt too. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> John Cena's a cunt. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to post that. No, I don't think we so. might not get as many hits. Or it might get a more lot pussy. more. <laughs> so, what do you have for recommendations? I, now, you know what? I had one I was going to go with, but I think I'm going to save that for another time. You mentioned Robin Williams, mm-hmm. and after he passed, I did decide to go through some of his filmography, watch some movies I hadn't seen before or hadn't seen in a while. And I was trying to check Netflix, and of course, they really didn't have a lot of the classics. Yeah, I looked there too. Yeah. They had Jumanji, which was okay. I had never seen all of that from beginning to end. It was all right. Uh, but one movie that I did watch that kind of stuck out to me was The Fisher King. Hmm. That one was really cool. That It was made the same year he made Hook. What was that, 92 or 93 or so? So Jeff Bridges, right? Yeah, so Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is pretty much Howard Stern, huh. except... At the beginning, it has him – this caller calls in and talks about how shitty life is and him as this Stern-type character tells him, like, yeah, man, you got to take the man down. They're just always trying to screw with you and mess with you and they're just taking away our rights and you got to take them down a peg when you can. And it shows that he's actually this, this rich dude but he's trying to be the voice of the middle class. And he comes to find out the guy that called his show um, wound up shooting up a restaurant after calling in the show. So he loses his job, is like disgraced, runs a video store, and one day – like I don't want to give too much of the plot away, but one day he has enough, Jeff Bridges, goes to try and kill himself, and he gets kind of saved by homeless Robin Williams. And Robin Williams is this like vagrant that lives under a bridge, and he's just out of his mind nuts. And you find out reasons why he's nuts, hmm. and it's a lot of Jeff Bridges trying to make Robin Williams okay and do something nice for him in return. And there's things like, like he gives him a bunch of money and Robin Williams' character just takes that, like thanks him for it. And then he goes up to another homeless guy, gives it to someone else. And, and it's just – Williams is just completely crazy in this movie. He's, again, this vagrant, off-the-wall homeless guy. Yeah. I've never seen it. I heard it's it, good though. It's pretty decent. Although yeah. Robin Williams does get completely naked in it, which was kind of weird. That's fine. But yeah, exactly. He's just – he's hairy. looks like he belongs in the woods anyway. But the movie itself was surprisingly good. It was very uh, – it got very emotional at times but also had a lot of funny moments. And uh, I thought it was really good. It also was co-starring the uh, – oh, god. I forget her name. She's in the diner in the beginning of Pulp Fiction. She's also the uh, I know the, the crazy mean. friend from So I Married Next Murder. And she's uh, the crazy person in uh, Catching Fire as well. She, she's oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, her. She's in it too. She so, was in like everything back then. Fisher King, and it's uh, the the one Monty Python member. Oh, crap. Terry Gilliam. Oh, okay. It's a Gilliam movie. Oh, okay, and those so, are always batshit crazy. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
like the whole the, one of the subplots is that Robin Williams keeps seeing this red knight character chasing him around. Hmm. I mean, you have no idea why, and it's not really well explained. But it's a really good movie, so I enjoyed it a lot. That would be my recommendation. I guess I, I so yeah, I guess hit the button on that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I would, I'll just keep going a little bit because I watched some other Rob Williams movies that were pretty decent. Like I did watch. <laughs> yeah. I watched all of, of Hook, obviously. Um, <laughs> there was one though that I've seen. It's one of his newest ones that came out. That was really. It's tough to watch now. Called the Angriest Man in Brooklyn. I don't know if I recommend that one as much. No. No. It, well, it's him and Mila Kunis and uh, uh, Peter Dinklage, so it's like it's a good cast, and it's it's really hard to watch now. Like it's about a guy who gets diagnosed with this disease, and he's just this cranky asshole, and he's told he has ninety minutes to live. Oh, nice! And it's odd seeing Robin Williams as his character, kind of coping with life and things he's said and done in the past, and like accepting death and. It's really tough to watch with some of the monologues there. Okay movie. It definitely has a weird mix of humor and complete seriousness. But That's a it, Bobcat Goldthwait movie too, isn't it? I think so. It, it's, it's an odd mix. I don't know. It's, it's, tough to, it's tough to really recommend or get into. Hmm. It might be worth watching, but it, like I said, it's not too enjoyable, especially with recent circumstance. <laughs> but Robin Williams movies are all of uh, my recommendations. Sounds watch, good. Just go watch one. But yeah. if you're going to try and see one you haven't seen before, Fisher King is definitely one I recommend. I was trying to see – there was one on Netflix called Being Human I really wanted to watch. But they pulled that one too and I'm trying to find that one next. So maybe I'll have a review of that next You know time. what's a good one that nobody is really seen, which is kind of batshit crazy is Toys. Toys is batshit crazy. I remember never seeing that because even at a young age, everyone said how terrible it was. I think it's good. I saw it in the movies. I mean, it was in like fourth grade when it came out, so I really liked it. I think it's good. It's really weird. It kind of has like a Gilliam kind of vibe to it. It's basically just about like, you know, a toy maker Mm -hmm. and he inherits his toy shop from his dad and his uncle inherited some of it too and his uncle's a war general and he wants to build war toys. Okay. Like real like weapons and shit for the military. And it's basically just like a little competition between him and his uncle on where to take the company. But it's it's really good. I really like it. LL Cool J's acting debut, possibly, is toys. Hmm. I just and remember the poster. Like I just him and it was just Robin Williams' face with the with the red hat on. With the red hat, yeah. And uh the girl in it is uh Jenny from Forest Gump. Jenny. Rape. Before she did Forrest Gump, probably. Yeah. Hmm. So, so it's good. I like toys. Uh, I like toys. He has a really good cameo in the movie Nine Months with Hugh Grant, too, which you should check out. He's the doctor in the movie Nine Months. He's like a foreign doctor, so he uses his crazy foreign accent the whole movie. No, we have to – wait. Isn't he in that – like uh, – didn't we find out he's in that Love Actually ripoff that we found back in December? I think it's called Noel. Is he? Or something like that. <laughs> that movie. We never watched we it. Never did, we never did. discovered no. it. That's a Christmas movie. You got to watch it at Christmas. All right, Noel. Let's see who's think, in that. I think he was a cameo in it because we we were looking through the names. I like forgot we, Chaz Palminteri directed it too. We looked through the names like we have to watch this. Maybe not. I don't know. Could have sworn he had something to do with this movie. Maybe he's uncredited. Uh, I don't know. I don't see him in here. I just see Bill. Okay. I don't know. Paul Walker's in it though. Maybe you were thinking of him. Nah. Ron Williams is in some crazy shit, though. Yeah. 
He was in Louie. I forgot he was in Louie this season. Really? Yeah. I've still never watched Louie. I need to get around to it's that. It's pretty good. It's not a comedy anymore, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it started off as a really funny comedy about a guy who's down in his dumps, comedian, and now... He is in Noel. You were right. <laughs> He's the priest. He's the priest. Damn. Uncredited. Yeah, so he is Oh, uncredited. man. That's why we didn't see him. I still want to see Insomnia. I've never seen that. So, neither have I. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. i got to check it's it gotta out. It's got to be good. I can't wait for uh, oh, his new movie. How did I get Death to Smoochie? Yeah. Oh my Smoochie. god. Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have that on VHS somewhere. Another movie I, kn- I still haven't seen is Good Will yeah, Hunting. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we're such Ben Affleck fans. I've never seen Good Will Hunting either. I know. Jack is a fantastic movie until he starts to get sick, and then it becomes the saddest movie ever. Yeah. So I would watch it until he falls down the stairs and then turn it off. Birdcage I've never seen. I heard it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So. It's funny. There's Being Human. That one sounded good, just from the premise. Aladdin, of course. Hook, Fisher King. Ferndale? Cadillac Man's funny, too. It's a good one. Dead Poet Society. Of course. Uh, good Morning Vietnam is one I haven't seen. I haven't seen that either. Club Paradise is basically like... Uh, I've heard of that. Robin Williams' version of Bachelor Party for Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was like his first movie. Oh, I hear Moscow on the Hudson's good, too. I've never seen that, though. Where? He's just like a Russian dude that comes to New York. Awakenings might be the saddest movie ever. That's good, though. Really? More yeah. so than Jack? Yes. Well, not so much for Robin Williams. Robin Williams is a doctor who's trying to cure, I believe it might be like Parkinson's like okay. diseases. And he comes up with a cure, and Robert De Niro is like his patient zero, fixes him, and everything's good, and he's like, I'm back, I can talk again, and all this stuff. And then he slowly starts to revert back oh. into... What is wrong with him? Yeah, so there's... it's called Awakenings because they're all like frozen in this like catatonic oh, state. Oh, crazy. And like he gives them like this formula he came up with and everybody's normal. A Penny Marshall film. Yeah. I would rate if she did big. Probably. <laughs> and then everyone slowly starts to go back to the way they were. And yeah, it's the saddest thing. Fisher King, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got like – like everything he did in the 90s is like phenomenal. And I read this Entertainment Weekly article, I think. It really pointed it out, and I didn't notice it. He's – if you look at pretty much every character he's ever done in the movie, they're all like outcasts. Yeah. Every single one of them. Like, whether it's RV. <laughs> whether it's like a comedy or a drama, most times he's like the outcast character kind of doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Just interesting. Yeah. Never seen Old Dogs. No. I I'm okay with that. Yeah. I never saw License to Wed. No. I did. I saw Man of the Year in theaters. Hell I thought yeah. he was great, but the movie itself wasn't that great. Okay, so it wasn't well, as great as Dad. I keep seeing previews for it. I don't. That just sounds odd. And his stand-up's phenomenal too. Oh, if you, if you have a chance, that goes without saying. Did you ever watch The Crazy Ones? No. I mean, I like him. I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. I just never got around to it last year. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I had to choose between that or the Michael J. Fox show, and I chose Michael J. Fox, and that wasn't that great. It was poorly. I did. <laughs> I don't think I there was a they right both, answer. They both they both lasted one season, but you know, I hear Mary a Merry Friggin' Christmas might be good. No, I mean I like Joel McHale. I think that's who he's starring alongside. And someone someone who directed something funny. Um, that's one of the directors of Community. Okay, so he directed twenty four episodes Children of Community. Yeah. So he and workaholics. Yeah, so he's, he's got a comedy background. It could be good. Yeah, so hopefully it's good. Who else is in that? Lauren Graham. She loves Christmas movies. She's bad <laughs> Santa. Candace Bergen. Oh, she always does weird movies like this. Clark Duke. Oh, man. Jeffrey Jimmy Tambor. Jimmy the King. I will rule you. Man. Could be good. Could be good. Could be good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's a Christmas movie coming out that doesn't have Vince Vaughn in it, so that's 
That's clearly a step a plus in the right, right there. direction, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. So I think that's all we got for this week. Yeah. Um, I think we can close up Next the, time the we'll uh, keep you updated as far as RetroCon. Yes. We'll have some RetroCon updates. And uh, we might have a special guest next time. Brian Brown has been talking about coming on the show. It's been a while since we've had him on. I know Sean Marlin's actually been talking about wanting to come back really? on the show, too. So, yeah, we might have a guest, or, a guest or two next episode. Hmm. Yeah. So, stay uh, tuned, folks. Stay tuned. And uh, I guess until next time, everybody, we will see you next time. Adios. Stupid fucking dungeon!